Get ready to be captivated and intrigued as we delve into my life of spirits and all things paranormal. Join me, your host, Jay Lane, on The Lane Way to Spirit as I share my stories and personal experiences in the hopes of inspiring others to explore their own spirituality. Grab your favorite mug and settle in, and let's get started. You know how excited I am to be doing this podcast finally. You know, I had to research everything under the sun before actually committing to this because I wanted to make sure that it was crossing my T's and dotting my I's. But here I am and welcome here to Laneway to Spirit. And this is where we come to explore all things unknown from mediumship all the way through paranormal, all the way to like even UFOs, guys, because I even have stories about that. But I'm so excited to be here because I love talking, as you'll well know, and those of you who have had readings with me already know that, but I like talking about these subjects and I love storytelling. And so this podcast here was born of that idea to connect with people and to really talk about these things to take the fear out of it. And so I'm very excited. Now, for those of you who do not know me, my name is Jay. And Jay is actually an acronym, J-A-Y, for Joseph and Yvonne. Now, there's a long story to my name, but I'll tell you short form. My real name was Postiviren Aimé. Very French, very beautiful. And if you say it fast enough, you sound pretty hot. <laughs> so, Ren Aimé. Oh, my God. But it means beloved queen. And I would love that. That's like being like Queen Latifah. Like, who the heck wouldn't want a name like that? That's an awesome, you know, such a powerful name. But my dad didn't like that. My dad said, which means in very plain English, Jesus H, you know what? They're going to call her Runny May. And I don't want English people calling her that because we were predominantly very French in our family. We spoke French in the home. I went to French school all of my life. And so as a result of only speaking French in the home, um, my dad was very adamant about kids not making fun of our names. And so he said, no, anything but that. So she said to him, then I'm going to give her to God. And I thought, oh, my God, when I heard this story, I just about fell over because I thought, who the hell would call their kid what they called me? But anyways, here I am. <laughs> she did. She called me Joseph Ann. And uh, the thing she said to my father, I'm calling her Joseph Ann. And my father said, Jesus Christ, what the hell's that? And she says, it's Joseph, the father, Jesus, and the mother of Mary, and I'm giving her to God. And Yvonne was my crabby grandmother's name. My grandmother raised seven kids with an alcoholic husband. And so the thing is, it was not easy for her life, but she was a little bit of a stern woman. And to be very honest, I was really afraid of her. Here I was born into this family, and uh, my mother actually left home when she was 12 years old. She was raised by Chinese people, 
and worked in a restaurant from the ages of 12 to 17. And then she got married the very next, the day before, actually, the day before she turned 18 years old. So it was kind of interesting there. And my dad at the time was in the army and he became an Inco miner. For those of you who don't know that, I am from Sudbury, Ontario, which is the nickel capital city of the world. And so my dad was a miner, but he was also later on in life a driving instructor and had his own home-based business. So, And my mother did too, because my mother was a practicing psychic between 1961 and 1983, and she did tea leaf readings from home. And my mother was scary good. She was like so amazing. She, we used to tell everybody that she had eyeballs all the way around her head because she always knew what we were doing. But I was born into this family, and the thing is, I was always very gifted. There are a few people in our family who are, and the thing is, my mother quickly noticed that. But when I was four years old, I had a near-death accident, a drowning, and the thing is, I spent a bit of time, you know, recovering from that. I never forgot that experience. It was something that, for me, always reminded me of why I was here. Because when I had that near-death accident, like I said, I was only four years old, I felt like I had been stuck in a dream for a very, very long time. And I met a man in this dream. It was beautiful. with, And he was with a younger boy. And I loved that man so much. I missed him so much. And I still remember, you know, when I woke up wondering where he had gone. I didn't know where he was. So I talked to my mother about it. She didn't know who that was. She didn't know who this dream was about. And of course, I regained consciousness. And we talked about that dream quite often. Many years later, a great aunt of mine had passed away and had given a photo album to my auntie. And it was in the summertime. I still remember the whole family gathering to go over there to look at this photo album. And, um, you know, just to reminisce, because we had heard that there were three photos of my grandfather in that photo album, and nobody had had photos of my grandfather. So we all went over to my Auntie Helen's, and when we got there and all sat down and started reviewing the album, I saw this man in the photos. I saw three photos of him and I started to cry. And my mother asked me, what's wrong, Jay? Like, what's, why are you crying? And I said to her, where is he? Where did, where, where did he go? Why, why isn't he around us anymore? Like, why won't he come to visit us? And she says, what are you talking about? So I pointed to the man in the picture and she says, oh, she goes, that's your grandfather. That was my father. My father died in 1952, years before you were born, so you wouldn't have known him. And I said to my mother, I know him. I love him. I, I need him in my life. Where is he? And she says, he's with Jesus. He's in heaven. You never knew him. So I told my mother, that's the man that came to get me when I fell in the lake. That's the man in my dreams that we talked about over all of these years. And my mother was shocked. But, you know, it's funny because I fell in that accident. I fell quite at a distance. And my grandfather had fallen about 40 feet from a scaffold. And he had a head injury that was quite severe. 
And he passed away on an operating table, actually in Toronto, uh, very shortly after his accident in 1952. So, so that is kind of where I got my name and who I am. And I come from this family and I had this near death and my mother's a gifted psychic and my father was a driving school instructor. And I have so much to tell you about wonderful things in life because I've had to work in different types of jobs throughout my lifetime. But there's one that particularly um, had a great effect on me because I had been working with, with criminals. I was working within a professional standards environment within policing but through the ministry of the attorney general and i'd done this job for close to nine years and it was a wonderful job but at one point my boss and his his assistant had gone away and one was in toronto actually and one was in ottawa doing an investigation there and i was the only person left in the office and on that day, it was back in 1997, I was held up against my will. I was held up with a gun. And the thing is, for me, it was interesting because it really changed my perspective on life, but it woke me up as to really what I should be doing with my life. Because I had been exposed to so many different things. I think I've seen it and heard it all because I worked in policing for nine years and I had a chance to work at the Crown's office through the victim services branch. I've seen a lot of things there as well. We did some outreach, the sexual assault crisis center. We would work with uh, CAS. We would work with EFRI, which was an organization that uh, would help people through their legal issues and court problems. But the thing is, it really taught me to balance my life and it also really helped me hone in to my gifts because I felt so much during that time and especially after I'd been held up, my life really changed because I started questioning my life and why I was here and what good I was doing there really because as much as I loved my job and I think I was helping people I wasn't really following my heart's desire my passion to pursue my mediumship as a full-time job and so a few years later I decided to do that and here I am so with this podcast we're going to be talking about all kinds of wonderful things and everything unknown a lot of experiences that i've had with certain people and the readings that i've done or the traveling that i've done and the people that i've met and hopefully we'll have some wonderful guests on here and there and be able to entertain you with my wonderful stories and experiences and hopefully it will open you up to a whole different way of thinking and be open-minded about you know we're here for a reason trust me we're really here for a reason and things do happen for a reason and that's one of the big reasons we're here today is to kind of enlighten each other and to just i don't know just be and just love and just enjoy so with that being said i wanted to introduce myself as i said but i want to thank you also for listening here today 
I love you guys all so much. Remember everybody to be kind to each other. This world is a tough place to live in right now. We really need to get back to basics. We need to get back to our kindness, to our love, and to our support for others. Because when we judge others or if we're difficult with others, it's because we're only judging ourselves and we're only I guess, not happy with ourselves is what I should be saying. But that's what it's all about. I love you. Have a beautiful day. Bye. Thanks for listening in. I hope you enjoyed today's Langway to Spirit. To learn more about me, visit my website at mediumjlane.com or my socials on Facebook and Instagram.